Hello, and welcome back to another episode of We Go, Go Off. Off. I'm your host, Ethan. And I'm your co-host, Pam. <laughs> I think she means both. I think we're both hosting this podcast. Well, we okay? are, but we're co-hosts. I'm just kidding. You can't just have one. You gotta have two. It's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, well, welcome back, everybody. Um, I hope everyone has had a fantastic week. Yeah. Um, I guess, speaking of weeks, uh, what is new with you? What did you do? Ooh what's new with me um i had a pretty hectic work week oh god honestly i'm a little i'm a little stumped you know when you have like a work problem you're like i have no idea how to fix this totally what's yeah the correct path where i should go it's exactly how i'm Ooh. feeling and i have to address this going in on monday so i'm a little you know a little work anxiety is kicking in but you know i'm trying to be like you know it's a problem for tomorrow pam right <laughs> exactly tomorrow ethan has so much shit to do you know yeah. no. i'll just push it off sorry <laughs> to my future self but uh, no. today pam is not feeling it i'm ready to drink and just talk about my life <laughs> but um oh my gosh that's pretty crazy um other than that i went to uh uh arcade last night oh that's fun yeah pretty fun i'm a for those of you, you you might not know, but I'm a pretty badass, competitive, competitive <laughs> arcade individual. I'm that person that walks in like I'm gonna play Floppy Bird and I will win that <laughs> you know five hundred thousand ticket prize because I just I love games. You I know, Pam is games. so dedicated. <laughs> like I am. When even even like we when we've gone to like the casino and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know it's. I think she's just a very competitive person. She's going to win. She I is, mean, you know? Yeah, casino is different than arcade. I love a good casino, but that's all chance, you know? Yeah. In arcade, at least oh, I Oh, there's have, skill. It's, yeah. It's skill, basically. And that's so, like, last night I played this Candy Crush game. Mm-hmm. And I love Candy Crush. I'm on, like, level 4,000 on the game app. <laughs> It goes up to 4,000? What? It goes higher, man. <laughs> anyway, but, uh, yeah, I played Candy Crush and... I won that thousand dollar prize. The whole dollar. Yeah, if only it was cash. That'd be ideal. <laughs> no, sorry, thousand ticket prize. But hey, it was hey, fun. you know what? You know what? You know what? You take it when you can, right? Yeah, exactly. I won that. <laughs> anyway, what about you, Ethan? What was your Oh like? man. Well, I guess starting out, like, um, I had gone to this crazy EDM show. Um, it was uh. The headliner was Subtronics. Oh, I saw that. Oh, my God. So this show was crazy, right? So mm-hmm. um, the venue that it was held at, uh, it's called Revel ABQ. And so it's this venue that, like, I had never been to a show at before. Um, I had, like, tickets to a couple of other shows that were originally supposed to be held at this venue. Okay. But they all got switched somewhere else. And I guess what was happening during that time is they were renovating it and getting it ready for it to be, like, a concert venue. Oh. So... Um, me and you had been there prior to yeah. uh, all of this and it was just like this big open room with like some like kind of field games in there and like right. kind of some lounging and stuff like that. Yeah, but, they had like two bars and like a lot of restaurants, but I remember anytime we had gone, it was actually kind of quiet yes. like, for how large of a space it was. I was like a little nervous. So I was like, this place is cool, but like, how are they going to get that revenue? But then, you know, you telling me you had this concert, I was like. That's how they're getting this revenue back. Oh, my God. And <laughs> let me tell you, like, it was one of the best venues I've been to here in Albuquerque because uh, it was, like, 
this huge ass venue like and it has like this kind of upper level balcony as well that they oh, had like put on that's pretty um cool. but you could also walk under the balcony and like get your, like i don't know it was just a really cool setup that they had there yeah and like this is a huge like honestly so they say that they could hold up words of a capacity of like three thousand people in oh this venue God. yeah it's crazy was it it's that just like big room in the back that yeah was that? it was that big room in that the back makes yeah sense. i remember when we went they were like getting set up for a haunted house that had yeah. a ton of space okay yeah so it's it was a really cool thing but the show itself was just absolutely incredible i had run into a lot of friends that i know there too and so um we just had like a really good time um just partying it up throughout the night and um you know i actually i had to take off the next day because (laughs) (laughs) it was a little bit too much fun you know what i'm saying but um just drinking of course but it was just a really fun show uh and like just the the lasers and everything that they used yeah it was just so much fun so uh i really recommend if anybody hasn't had this type of experience to have it and i I, I was actually tell pam this as well i'm like we should do this i haven't gone to a rave or a show yet and i know it's something that i really need to go to so i'm trying to work it into this year it's gonna be one of my goals i'm gonna make a make it to a rave at some point this year (laughs) oh yes i really recommend it but it brought me to another thing that had kind of happened this week um okay uh, in a separate occurrence. So, you know, living in Albuquerque, you kind of have a accept, you accept the fact that like, you know what, like it's a small town vibes, gonna kind of good vibes, but then some parts of it are just a little, um, a little sketchy. A little sketchy. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. And you would think that you know, not, not in my part of town or like not, not in my world would something right. sketchy like that happen. Yeah, so you put blinders on, you're like, no, not where I live. Right. And so, um, I had gotten out of my car one night this week and as I'm like walking across the parking lot, I see this little baggie on the floor and I'm a curious person. So I was like, Oh, what's in this Did little you baggie? Pick it up? No. Okay. Listen. Okay, All right. Okay. <laughs> but like, so I go and I like look into this baggie and I like, uh, look down at it and there's like a bunch of like white stuff in this baggie and like kind of like crystallized <gasps> things in there. Oh, and so I was like, Oh no. no. And so like, I was like of two minds cause I'm like, do I pick this up and throw it away? Or do I just keep on going through the parking lot? And so I sat there for like a good 10 seconds and I was just like, we're just going to keep on walking. You know what? Yeah, <laughs> probably why. <wise>. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, I had to go grab something from my car like two hours later. And this baggie was gone in that time frame. So I'm like, somebody decided that they were going to come back over here. And they're like, my baggie, like my little pink baggie, I need this. And like... Oh. Picked it up and I was like, oh lord. Do you think it was drugs? Are you like pretty sure? I'm pretty sure it was drugs. I yeah. guarantee whoever got it probably wasn't sober enough and they were carrying it in. So they probably, probably dropped not. it. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe that would have been a good case to throw it away, but also I don't touch anything on the floors of Albuquerque. That's a- <laughs> okay, listen. <No. laughs> like I remember one time, um, it was kind of weird, um, but I was about to go over to like a friend's house because they had a hot tub and I brought uh-huh. a swimsuit with me. But my swimsuit wasn't in my bag. Like, it had just disappeared. What? Where the heck did the swimsuit go? So we're, like, looking around the car. It's not there. And so, like, you know, we leave because it was where I was living at the time. And then we Uh came back. And all of a sudden, there's my swimsuit on the floor. Um, what? But we had looked right where it was placed. It was really creepy. But That's I was like, really I'm not picking that up. 
You're like, it is the Earth's swimsuit Basically, now. Basically, I'm like, this has been dedicated to the lives of in Albuquerque. <laughs> <laughs> this just adds to the depth. <laughs> it adds to the depth of our city. I don't know. You oh never know. God. I'm just saying. That's why I don't pick up anything <laughs> off the floor of Albuquerque. You could have just power washed it, you know? I could have, <laughs> no, but you know, it's one of like, my old swimsuits anyway. So You're all like, Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Quesera, quesera, ah, you know? Sheesh. Oh, my gosh. But um, anything else you'd like to add? Or <laughs> no. <laughs> anything I'm else just... we've dropped in <laughs> recklessly abandoned? <laughs> yeah, I know. My poor swimsuit. I did it dirty. I cannot believe it. Like, no, come back. <laughs> it's Rose and the Titanic. <laughs> She's just begging for that lap boat to come back. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but <laughs> no, I'm just... This week was good, kind of. We're just keeping, you know, moving forward. That's kind of how I'm feeling. Just keep pushing forward, put one foot in front of the other. Heck yeah. And just keep walking, even though I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) But that's life in your 20s, you know? That is, it really is. Every day, I'm surprised I wake up. You know what I mean? Agreed. Or is that just me? How no? do I make it to my job? How do I make it to my job? I'm here? When did this happen? Yeah, literally. I did not sign up for this, but here I am. Exactly. <laughs> well, oh before goodness. we get into the episode, we should probably do some housekeeping. and Classic. Classic. Classic housekeeping. You know. So, um, we have our Instagram page. Um, since the season's been going, we've been trying to post there a little bit more frequently. Yes. Um, the handle there is is we go off podcast of course mm-hmm. um you can also find it now um linked in with the description in the bottom um if you just click onto the link it'll just automatically take you to the page so, so please follow we'd love to see our followers and if you're intrigued and we also like to try to pose questions like with our last episode about the personalities we did put that yeah. link to the personality test on our story so, yeah, if you want to take it and let us know what you are, that'd be super cool. So. Yeah, it was actually really cool, too. Yeah, you can also DM us this as well. But uh, we had some people respond, and it was kind of crazy because, like, some of them uh, I know personally and some of them I don't. And, like, kind of seeing the responses that yeah. we had gotten, I was like, oh, my God, that's so awesome to, like, kind of, like, see where they are. And then, I don't know, like, I, I'm not, like, stalking people. But, well, like, no. I kind of did, like, an, a little bit of an investigation looking through it, like, their yeah, Instagram and stuff like that yeah. and stuff like that, you know? Right. So it was really cool to, like, kind of get a little bit more connected with you guys. So yeah, I really appreciated that. That was super cool. And I also like seeing, because I'm... <laughs> Since Ethan and I are so similar at some points, our like personality test came back, yeah. you know, similar but of course different. But seeing everyone else, it was like it really showed the variety of yes, personalities. Yes, it did. And that's what I love to see was like everyone's different, beautiful in their own way. So that was really cool to see. Yes, everybody's beautiful. We love it. We, we love, love to see it. it. And then, <laughs> 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 I'm sorry for that, guys. Um, <laughs> but um, we also, I'm excited to announce that we are now on nine different platforms. Yeah. So, um, your boy decided that he was going to put his ass into gear this <laughs> yeah, week. Ethan was a champion. He's like, so we can add ourselves onto this platform and this platform and yeah. this platform. All I did was just check the confirm email. You know? yeah. <laughs> They're like, are you sure you're this person? I'm you're like, like, yeah, yeah, I'm this person. That's you know? me. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. That's <laughs> no, it's funny. But yeah, so now we're going to just go through the list. You can find us on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Anchor Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and Pocket Casts. 
And wow. Yeah, I know. I know. I was kind of impressed with us. Like, look at us. Yeah, I'm very impressed. Oh, God. That's a lot of people who <laughs> can hear not, us, you know? Yeah, you will have to find us. You cannot avoid us anymore. You can't. No. <laughs> it, you're going to probably get see us on a billboard near you here soon. We're gonna I mean, be... depending. <laughs> Please follow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. No, but it's just it's a joy. And honestly, you know, uh, it's just nice to like put this out here and just kind of even just talk with your best friend you know yeah. like I just I love it it's been a great journey so I agree it's been so much fun but as you can tell we're a little we're a little drunk uh, so what we're are feeling we, a little uh, sentimental <laughs> we're just feeling so, so emotional yeah such a great moment there's a reason for it though but it's because what are we drinking Ethan <laughs> we're drinking box wine from my birthday and yeah. mind you uh it is Beginning of February, yeah. and uh, my birthday was November 4th. So it's been exactly three months, and I'm Holy still crap, surprised you haven't finished this one. Well, I will I admit, because I remember pulling this out, we, we drank it like, you know, probably two months ago, um, and you were like, this one's not my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that might be why it's been stored in your fridge. <laughs> well, and it's funny because, so, uh, roommate Becky and bestie Becky, she... Uh, doesn't like sweet wines and so this one's a very sweet Moscato mm. and so I think it, that's part of the reason as well is it's because it's been left up to me and yeah. whoever I force it upon <laughs> to drink this but I, I, I enjoy it and I really do enjoy it and like thank you for the present for sure but it's just I think right now like just sweet I can't do sweet Sweet's as much, like you know. You. I love sweet wines. That's why I saw it, and I'm like, don't mind if, if I, I do. I <laughs> just helps myself. I know. Pam, Pam decided the drink for the evening, let me tell you. I did. I was not picky at all. <laughs> Give me some it. wine. It's kind of nice after. It you is, know, you know. A weekend of craziness. For real, you know. I love it. <laughs> but I have a question for you, my dear. Yeah. Yeah? What is your song of the week? Oh, so my song is actually Live two like the number two change by hotel apache so this is um i guess it's classified as like california pop mm, okay um, hotel apache is from california that's where they're based from um and they're very relatively small they have only like seventy thousand listeners a okay year or a month at least so but um definitely going with my vibe of music as definitely. you guys have probably if you have listened to any of the songs i've been recommending I have some random ones put out there, you know, like No Diggity. Like, you know, this doesn't, like, I love that song, but, like, it doesn't seem like it matches what I've been, like, giving up more, like, song titles to, I guess. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, this one's really good. Um, actually, I think it's kind of a good one that ties into our topic this week. It really does, yeah. So, I definitely think that, for me, I, I love this song. So, listen in, guys. I think it'll be a great one for you to... It yeah. is. And, you know, it's really great. Uh, we had listened to it before, and um, the beginning intro, it's just kind of like this inspiring message mm -hmm. that is, like, great. And Pam was laughing because she's like, it doesn't really tie in with the song, but she's like, it <laughs> It sounds really awesome, and it does. It's like a very uplifting yeah. message. So I, I think you guys should really take a listen to it. I, I really enjoyed it, and I'm going to have to add it to my list, too. Yeah, so. definitely. It's yeah. like the song is Live to Change, and I think it's about being comfortable with change. While, like like I said, some of the song, in like what the buff of it is, um, it doesn't really refer to it, but there like are some lines in it where you're like, okay, it's trying to change for the better. So. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, that's a pretty good song. But what about you, Ethan? What song did you choose this week? So there's like a little bit of a story with this one, right? <laughs> so um, my song this week is called Fighters by Conroe. And so... Yeah. 
I thought I was some hot shit this week, right? And so um, I had found this just like it was like a recommended song on one of my uh, Google Play playlists. Mm -hmm. And so I was listening to it and I was like, oh my God. I was like, I love this song. And I was like, you know who else would love this song? I was like, Pam. (laughs) And so I sent it to her and she was like, I don't exactly remember remember what you said but it was basically to the effect of bitch i've already showed you conroe (laughs) and i was like what and she's she's like i think i've even played this song for you before no so that one song you sent wasn't the song but um no yeah i definitely have shown you conroe but i thought it was cute you're like no no you're good it's one of those things like you know you can tell someone about it but until you find the song that like works for you Uh uh-huh you're not gonna really vibe until you're like this is my jam. Yeah. But yeah, no, I love Conroe. But this song, let me tell you, it just takes you on a sonic journey of <laughs> like, I just enjoy this song so much. Like, I don't know. It's a very uplifting song. So again, like last week I had like a song, Free Soul, kind yeah. of an uplifting song. And this one is like kind of within that same vein because it's kind of like, you know, we're all going through adversity and we're going through strife and struggle. But, you know, we're the fighters. We're the ones who come out on top. Like we're the ones who like make it through this life. Yeah. And um, it's just a very inspiring beat behind it as well. So I've been like recommending the song left and right. Like <laughs> every all my friends, I'm all boop, boop, boop. He's such I'm a like, blast. Yeah. Like, Everyone listen to the song. Yeah. So I was like, I have to talk about it this week. But, uh, so good. you know, um, a little bit of investigating and me and Pam were talking before we had started recording. Mm-hmm. Um, so Conroe was featured on this recording Oh, what would you say? Recording like collective? Yeah, um, it's like a platform. It's kind of like a techno dubstep uh, platform. It's called Monster Cat. And if any of you have heard of it, you know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. But, um, it's this platform where basically they, this, this like company searches for songs like by various artists uh-huh. that kind of fit like their theme for that month that they're releasing yes so it's kind of like one of those uh platforms where it shares other artists music and makes it larger and easier to expose yourself to like a larger audience yeah it's super cool and so you know over the years there's been so many artists that i have found on here that i have like adored and then you see them branch off um into like these other like now big name artists uh there's like one that I think of like Quinn XCII. Oh, um, yes. He actually had started on this collective and like um, there's just like different artists that like start off on these like small platforms, but it gives them a, that big avenue where they can right. actually jump or that song Faded. Do you remember? I'm faded yes, or whatever. That yes. one actually started, I think, on either like Monster Cat or something of a similar capacity. So I always like to shout out these types of guys because you can find so much yes, new music on here. Exactly. Um, and I found this one like recommended, but then like when we saw the origins and it had come from Monster Cat, it was just a very nostalgic <laughs> thing. Yes. But also just like I recommend like looking into Monster Cat, especially if you're into kind of techno electronic music, because it will open up your expanses so much for new music. Yes, so I agree, definitely. And it's also something you can even find them like youtube for free oh for they sure. have like yeah. monster cats like it's depending on the, the size of the video you're looking at but like you know they'll have an hour monster cat lineup and they'll show you like what songs are at certain time stamp points yeah and yeah i mean i honestly i listened to monster cat when i was like 15 like uh-huh, i still same. listen to it every now and then yeah but um that was always super fun for me was to like you know i'm studying or doing homework i'd put on a monster cat like youtube video and it would just play all the songs i had like in that certain right uh, collection. yes oh, so good so, so definitely good. recommend monster cat you will find some banger songs oh great yeah i think <laughs> 
uh, I really recommend, you know, um, I, you know, and just one more thing on that and then we can move on to our main topic. But <laughs> um, it was funny because uh, like Pam wanted to show me a song before the episode and she was like showing me it and I was like, no way, because like the monster cat album so it's just so which is so great is it's like you go through this whole collection and like there's so much variety so she had a song in the same album that i had listened to but we both like listened to these songs and they meant a lot in our teen years yeah but it was like in the same album but we hadn't listened to the other song you know so yeah, it was kind of crazy it so it's crazy <laughs> it's cool i recommend so <laughs> but all that being said um that should wrap up our housekeeping and kind of the intro so yeah um, so when we come back, we'll be talking a little bit about rejection and oh, I guess how to deal with it. How to deal with <laughs> Question it? Question mark. <laughs> I mean, we're pros at rejection. You know oh, that, right? Obviously. <laughs> so good I, at this. I don't, I don't know what that means, but okay. We'll get into that when we come back. Welcome back. Hello. So this week, we are going to be talking about rejection. Oh. Oh, I think everybody's felt it. You felt the romantic rejection, a friend rejection. Even work rejection. Work rejection. It's everywhere, unfortunately. I think as humans, that's a pretty core emotion. 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 A core emotion that we have to deal with every day. It really is. You know, um, I think what kind of had gotten this topic on my mind is uh, I was actually watching... The Kelly Clarkson show of oh. all things. She's an amazing person, by the way. I just love kind of yeah. the way she approaches it. But one of the segments that she had was that she had this person come on and they were pretty much, their, their groom did not show up to the day of the wedding. <gasps> I think I saw that. Did you? So did okay. she like continue on having her wedding party? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she did. So literally, so, um, you know, the, she founds out like an finds out about this about an hour and a half before the wedding, right? After she's um, all dolled up, right? She's, she's in her wedding up. dress. She's had her makeup and hair done. She's basically just waiting for the groom to show up. Yes, exactly. Uh, so she hears from the father of the groom being like, so, uh, you know, he's not going to show up. It's not going to work for you. So The father of the groom. I didn't know he told her. Yeah. Oh, he didn't oh, have the balls to tell her. No, that was the worst part. But rough. Um, in terms of like something like this happening like it's one of the most intense rejections i feel like you could get because they had been planning this for like two years whatever but instead of it becoming a very sour day she really turned those lemons into lemonade and like she literally turned it into like a bad bitch we're gonna celebrate me like and like my kind of like independence and freedom and like you know this is the best thing because imagine being stuck forever with this guy i mean yeah especially some guy that doesn't give you enough respect to tell you that he doesn't want to marry you until like an hour and a half before like that's just ridiculous but i love how she did turn it into her own day i Mm -hmm. think she looked amazing i remember seeing the photo she looks uh, gorgeous and her like of course you know with the speeches the uh-huh. like bridesmaids were like you. He never deserved you anyway. He was yeah, trash. And then exactly. you know after that they kept dancing. And I mean I think that was really wise on her part too because like mm-hmm. the money you spend on a wedding alone, like my gosh, I just think that's such a slap in the face for him to pull out. Right, like, unbelievable. So and it's a bad kind of pull out, folks. Oh. Let me tell you. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong, but uh, I think. I'm glad she looked at, looked at it as if like she dodged a bullet. Because <laughs> well, that's a pretty hard bullet to dodge. Even though it was in front of like all your family and friends. At least everyone's on your side at that point, right? Oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think the only awkward part of that would be like what if like some of his like 
best friends well, showed no, up or something like that. Well, no, they stayed there. They the, did? The, like, so his, like, groomsmen were still there, <clears throat> and they stayed to party with her because even they were like, what an asshole move, dude. Like, you wow. planned this wedding. Yeah, it was crazy. So, like, to me, it just sh- showed, like... Being a good person to your core really, like, I don't know, brings good things. But that's definitely tough. I really felt for her. But she was on the Kelly Clarkson show. Yeah, yeah. So that's where I kind of saw the interview. And so, I don't know. I think just it kind of got my wheels turning, right? Because I think all of us have experienced a lot of different types of rejection in our life, you know? I think sometimes we think it's like uh, a uniform kind of rejection, like Mm -hmm. boyfriend broke up with you type thing. But uh, like you were kind of mentioning, you know, it can kind of like come from a lot of different elements, even um, in the secular world as well, you know? So um, I don't know. It's very interesting. I mean, each rejection platform, whether it's, emotional mental like it even like physical or work wise like it's tough and i think every person deals with with it in their own way it's just rejection's not fun oh rejection is so not fun (laughs) you know um i think so for myself like even like in the kind of romantic realm right now i've been single for a a while now uh probably almost a year since i've been in like a committed relationship single ready to mingle folks you hear that here first folks (laughs) My Instagram <laughs> is EthanX Torres. Uh, no. Just but a little plug. Just a slight plug. Um, if you're willing to date me after all of this, you know, let's freaking go, you know? You I'm know what? He's a catch. Don't let him fool you. He really is. But Aww. Well, rejection. So he's no. dealt with his fair share, unfortunately, as right. we all have. And, you know, I think, like, there's no perfect way to handle it. You know, like, some people, you know, I've been told that you need to, like, chase someone or like not chase someone but like kind of have them have that chase when you're dating someone right oh yeah there's a ton of advice about dating out there which is also hard to like maneuver because you have people who you know it was typical for the guy to chase the girl or the guy or like you know i don't go chasing they chase me you've heard that those people oh for sure and like for some that works it really does but for a lot not even a lot probably 90 percent of other relationships it's very much like a tag you're it type of thing i tag you and then i run away and you have to tag me and basically you just have to keep playing that game until you find your good footing Uh, (laughs) and i I don't do good at that i don't i've never done good with the games right but you know i think i was like trying to like i have a little bit more self-respect so um recently there had been someone that i was talking to and like you know i was like taking things really slow like Mm -hmm. you know in terms of like intimacy and just um, even physical affection, still letting him know that I was interested, but not trying to right. rush anything. And, you know, even at that kind of slow roll pace, um, when things did finally transpire, it was like as soon as the physical intimacy happened, they departed. They just evaporated oh like a ghost. Oh, my gosh. So like, that <clears throat> the main portion happened and that was it? Yeah. That was yeah. all they were in it for? Well, that's what it kind of seems like, right? Oh, but what man. really sucks is that I had, like, invested some time with this person. Like, I was actually getting to know them. Like, we had gone, like, quite a few dates, like, without, right. like, any physical intimacy. And I was like, okay, I'm doing the game right. Like, you yeah. know what? I'm going to hurt myself or, like, kind of, like, fend myself from rejection. Obviously, anybody's mind can change at any given time. And right. I'm not trying to bash discredit or individual. bash that person. Right. But... I think it was just crazy because I think in my head I was like, you know what? It's I'm always told like you follow other people's advice. You're like, oh, this is this is the key to not be rejected. But guess what? Like you know, it could still happen to anybody yeah, at any given time. I mean, you know, and <laughs> you were led on. There is no key <laughs> to yeah. not being rejected. There is no 
one answer fits all type of thing. Oh, for sure. It's, I mean, but I will admit that's kind of that's an asshole. Why did he just leave you after having physical intimacy? Sorry, if you're listening, that's an asshole move. <laughs> um, because that's just not cool. I feel like, especially for you and I, we've talked about how that's like our very vulnerable part of ourselves. Yes. And so when we let you in that way, it means like, you know, we trust you enough to be, show you our vulnerable side. Uh-huh. And for him just to be like, thanks for that. Have a good one. Yeah, and just the, like the walk, out. Just yeah. walk out. Yeah. Whoa. And so uncool. Yeah. I mean, but. I haven't had, I would say, rejection in, like, to that core, per se, uh-huh. but I've definitely had rejection, like, with, it always, like, always when I was, like, a teenager, that, like, oh, I have a crush on that one da- guy, you know, I'm uh-huh. really into him, and you think he's into you, you could, you know, you're seeing all the yes, signs, like, yeah. he looks at you, he winks at you in class, you know, these things like that, and you're like, oh, he's totally into me, yeah. he's gonna ask me to this dance or whatever right and that was one of the main rejections i had that was like one of the first ones was it was like eighth grade there's this guy i was into Mm -hmm. and it seemed like he was into me he was so flirty and i was like yeah yeah this is totally happening this is is great and then you know i'm like he's gonna have this cute like you know what you call it proposal Proposal, but like for this middle school dance i was like he's gonna ask me no, I saw him ask this other girl in class, and I was with oh, with him. So it was just like God. a slap in the face. But, <laughs> I mean, I, you're right. I can't fault him. He has his own feelings and his own mm-hmm. thoughts. And it was just me, like, leading into what he was showing, thinking that it, he was obviously into me, but mm-hmm. rejection hit hard. <laughs> no, it does, right? Especially in those kind of moments where, like, kind of what you said, like, maybe you got your hopes up, mm-hmm. or maybe you felt, like, a certain way, perhaps they even, like, had kind of, like, hinted at something, like, oh, like, if I was to ask a girl, like, what, how would you Literally. want a guy to ask you out, you Literally know? what was said to me, so I thought, like, oh, yeah, he, he's, me. He's about to he's ask me He's talking to out. me. Yeah. <laughs> No, I was just giving him advice for this other girl. <laughs> <laughs> he gave some damn good advice. I must you. have. She did say yes, so <laughs> winning. <laughs> <laughs> winning. No, it's it's hard though, right? You know, and I'm not gonna try to like be like saying that I'm the master of like like with the rejection because obviously like there's been situations that you know my feelings did not necessarily align with the person that I was uh, talking to or engaged with and. Um, you know, I, so I understand like rejection is like one of those like really hard emotions because how do you share with someone mm-hmm. that, Hey, maybe the, the vibe that you're feeling is not the vibe I'm feeling. And that could even right. be like in a friendship capacity or like we were saying in a work capacity, you know, like right. there has been times where, um, with friends, like I have, it's, it's sometimes hard to like manage, especially adult friendships. I feel like yeah, sometimes because, you know, I feel like I can be friends with a lot of people, but sometimes those kind of personalities clash sometimes. And mm-hmm. so I don't know how to tell someone like, Hey, I love you, but you know, how do you let someone down gently in a capacity? Well, you, you see, know? and now you're adding a whole different la- layer to rejection. It's like, because we've all been rejected, but I don't think everyone has experienced rejecting others, you know? Got and I you. think that's very interesting that you bring it up because, yeah, how are you like, and that's maybe because you and I are very like empathetic people. We're like, I don't know how to tell them that like, you know, I'm just not vibing right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's not necessarily you're a bad person. It's just, I don't think our personalities mix very well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it definitely, it's tough either side of it, I bet. But oh, for sure. I think the part that stings the most is when you're on the side being rejected. You oh, know? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, that's interesting. Interesting yeah. thought. I mean, you know, um, 
there has been like a time or two. Well, no, not a time or two. There's been multiple times that this has <laughs> kind of happened. But I remember that like there was kind of like a distinct one where like you know um, I have been like a part of like a friend group or something like that, and um, maybe there was like some bad blood between me and another individual, and then mm-hmm. before I knew it. Like wow. the sides were taken, and I feel like sometimes those kind of hurt, you know. Like oh, yeah. um, I remember when I was a teenager, that had happened. Like when I was uh, a part of this group of friends, and like yeah, there was a little bit of a tiff that happened, mm-hmm. and I guess it was easier to sever ties with me than to make people decide. Not that I'm ever going to put people in a capacity where they have to decide me right. versus them, but in the specific example, um, the case was is that I was. It was easier to cut the fat away of me than to try to, you yeah, know. Yeah, address that whole thing. Uh-huh. I mean, and I I feel that, you know, I've never been one to like people making me choose sides, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. I'm very much an open, you know, because I'm friends with this person doesn't mean I'm forcing you to be friends with them. Yeah. And that doesn't also mean that you have the ability to decide who I'm friends with. Exactly. I've never liked that. I've been burnt in the past by people, you know. Basically rejecting the people I know because they're like, X, Y, and Z has happened, right? And it's like, that's also a form of rejection. But to me, I just, I don't accept that form of rejection. You're saying that because of what's happened, I shouldn't be friends with this person. Yeah, there's, of course, you know, circumstances that, that makes sense. You wouldn't Uh want to be friends with this person if something happened like that, you know? Yeah. But for the most part, it was over like just petty shit. Uh (laughs) It's like... She wore the same dress I wore, and I just cannot believe you wanted to be friends with her, too. And it's like, yeah, exactly. okay, that was obviously a really big jump on your part to think that right? that indicated that they're a bad person, you know? For sure. And, th- you know, that kind of brings up, like, a kind of connected point that I kind of think about. So, um, you know, I remember I had to discuss this in therapy because I realized it was wrong of me to kind of do. But mm-hmm. uh, I had broken up with a boyfriend one time and uh, my best friend I pulled what I say the one time card in our friendship but oh. I basically told her that she could not talk to him anymore like she oh. had to sever ties with this person and you know I told my therapist that I had you know asked my friend to do that and she kind of whipped me into shape was like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> like you, you don't tell people that like you know they have to make that decision on their own right. if they don't want to be friends with your ex that's on them. But you can only control your friendship with this person. And mm-hmm. if they choose to be friends with that person, then you have to kind of like sit and look at your friendship and think, is this really going to be a friendship that I want? You know, right. like, are they endorsing my values? You know, and at that point, it's more of like a it's it's a, more about your relationship with that, that person. person. Yeah. Now. It's about the boundaries you set. Like, and this is something. I have friends that, you know, my other friends are like, I will never see these people again in my life. They've, like, cut Mm -hmm. them out, right? And um, that's just one of those things, like, boundary-wise, you talk with your friend and just say, all right, I respect that. You don't want to hear about this person. You don't want to see this person. Mm -hmm. I will never put you in the spot to have to see or hear from this person. So, like, that's also kind of just being aware within yourself what are you saying that, mm-hmm. like, you know, is triggering them? And if it's like you bring up this person's name, not realizing it, 
you need to take a step back and think, okay, if I'm going to, you know, be friends with these people, I shouldn't have to force my friendship into my current mm-hmm. friendship with this other person. No, you know? I agree with that completely. And I realized that that was more of an appropriate boundary that I should have taken. It's just saying, like, you can be friends with this person, but right. I really appreciate it if you don't bring up my ex's name mm-hmm. or share stuff about them. Like, you can right. have your friendship with them. But honestly, I don't want to hear about it. And so if you could respect that, yeah, I think we have a mutual understanding. You right. Know? And I mean... I definitely am a lover of boundaries for that because I think all friendships can be managed or, like, maneuvered in ways that, like, everyone's happy, you know? Like, there shouldn't be any hurt feelings or bad feelings. But I definitely, um, I would love to hear people's perspective on that because I know there's a lot of people out there that, like, their friend gets burnt by an ex, like you said, and they cut off that person, just, like, KO, take them out and, like, block them on everything, right? And, you know... It's interesting. I don't know. Everyone has their own opinion on this. We uh-huh. think we're like, you know, we've all, we've known we're on like the same page for a lot yeah. of things. So there's like been a few things that we're not on the same page. And <laughs> funny enough, that's something someone said to us about this podcast is like, you both are on the same page. It's interesting if someone else had a differing perspective. Yeah. And I'm like, that's right. And that's why we're trying to do more guest speakers throughout like uh-huh. this season. But I definitely am interested because, like I've said, I've known people and I've lost friendships with people because they think completely different from what I think. Mm -hmm. The fact that I am still talking with this person means that I don't care about their friendship. And it's like, no, it's not how I feel, but I don't know. And something that I've had to um, realize is that, like, you know, me bringing somebody in that I was romantically involved with to meet my friends, if they make a bond as a result of that, I can't necessarily fault them for making that. Right. And so I think that's kind of where I come from with that is it's like, not, not to say something about basically you did this to yourself, you know, you, you, <laughs> you brought, brought this in, person in. Yeah. yeah. And like they bonded with him. Those bonds don't just disappear because you two had a falling out, you know? Right. And so I think that's something that I've had to um, realize for myself, but I've also been the reciprocate of that as well. And I've had friends who have told me that, that they were like, you know, we're going to stay friends with you. Because, like, we, we like you as a person, even mm-hmm. though you guys are not romantically involved. They're like, as long as you guys can be mature about the situation, right. so can we. And I think for me, that's a really big thing to, and a really mature thing in my right. my kind of eyes. Unless it's, like, something horrific or, like... Of course, and that's what I'm saying. There's always exceptions There's always to the exceptions role. to the, yeah, thank you, to the role. Because I just feel, if it's an argument between one and one person... It's really unfair for you to loop all these other people in and be like, yeah, they're on my side. Because it's like, whoa, I wasn't even included in this fight. But all of a sudden I have a say and I, my yeah. opinion matters in it. Uh-huh. Very interesting. I don't know. But yeah. So, I mean, it, that was a little bit of a derailment off I of mean, it. But... but that's also about managing rejection. Rejection mm-hmm. isn't a one fit because they said no. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. classic rejection. But there's also rejection in the aspect of... You have friends that reject your current friendships, Mm -hmm. and that is also interesting. I think that's why we went on this tangent is because rejection has been brought into our lives in more of the friend aspect, I think, I think it really has, yeah, you know. I think we're both pretty good about managing it, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't think we're someone who, like, really takes sides all that much unless And if you feel this way, please let us know. Mm. Talk to us directly because we care about all of our friends. We don't want it to seem like it's a whole... We're not isolating anyone. (laughs) No, not at all. everyone's feelings are valid but it's definitely one of those things i would love to hear more agreed agreed so i I think like you know a rejection that i have like 
had to deal with a, a lot as well. I don't know if you have, but like kind of like the work rejection a little bit. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, let's man. transition to work rejection. <laughs> man, so like I honestly, I, I, I'll admit, I've been really lucky with how my like jobs have like transpired and where I've gotten to next because of my history, like my experience. But um, there was one point where I was like flandering. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing because um, – it was, uh, I was working at a call center, uh-huh. and then I had applied for, like, the secretary job at, like, one of the schools or, like, technology, co- or what's it called? Technical colleges. Okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, folks, I'm a little slurry over here. Um, but, no, <laughs> uh, I applied, and I interviewed, and I got accepted. And so, you know, I put in my two weeks. And then I was like, I'm going to go on a trip because, you know, go on a trip before you start your new job. So I went and visited my friend out in Colorado. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, this is like three days, four days from when I'm about to start my job that next Monday. And literally that Saturday, I had put in my two weeks. So Friday was my last day at my call center job. Uh-huh. So Saturday, I'm like, all right, I'm going to start my job on Monday. And then I call, you get a call mid-Saturday. We're like hanging out, you know, having a good time. And they call me, we're like... So we are so sorry. That position, we no longer have it, basically. So I got fired from a job I was accepted, and I hadn't even started. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, that was probably the toughest rejection I think I've had work-wise, because it's like... I had no backup plan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm literally... <laughs> in your two weeks, like, yeah. literally on vacation. Yeah, and my vacation. two weeks had just ended. Like, I couldn't go back and withdraw those two weeks because uh-huh. Friday had passed. That was it. I was gone officially from that call center job. So I was like, what do I do now? <laughs> yeah. As I'm on a trip spending all this money, right? <laughs> yeah, you're already, like, th- I'm like that money's accounted for. Yeah, it's already, like, it's like ah! I'm good. I'll have enough money for my bills next, you know, end of next month, you know, mm-hmm. all these things. Yeah, that was a rough one. <laughs> God, I didn't even know about that. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, I hadn't told you that mm-hmm. one was huge. That was a huge part of my life. I was like, <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah. And I mean, you know, like I said, I've gotten lucky. Um, I had a, you know, a little <clears throat> lull moment for like, I think three weeks. I was just like, oh, woe is me. I lost my job. Yeah. Like, I have nothing to fall back on. And basically, my mom was like, put just, you know, like, in the mode, get yourself together, yeah. woman. Like, Pull yourself together, <laughs> yeah, <thank> woman. You. <laughs> right. Because she was just like, you can find another job. You just haven't been trying. Yeah, like, exactly. Okay, mom. And so, like, I ended up working at this, like, smaller, um, I don't know, what would you call it? Call uh, like a fruit floral shop. <laughs> okay, a fruit floral shop. I don't know if that like a farmers market, perhaps. I don't. Know. I mean, a fruit floral shop. Take okay, take that. Right. That's that's as descriptive as I can go. But that job really, like, honestly, saved me. Gave mm-hmm. me a steady job for the next six months until I found something way more, you know reasonable for what i needed pay wise and things like that yeah and then i jumped to that job and i'm at that job today so like it worked out but like man sometimes rejection stings but it's all about how you pick yourself up that's true yeah you know and i think like the work rejection it kind of like i i don't know like sometimes i feel like i have like this kind of intimidation factor a little bit where like I, I get scared to maybe pursue something higher because I'm afraid of the feedback that I'm going to get oh. a little bit. 
like yeah. I don't want it to turn into a performance review and like right. maybe it's like maybe I have like a little bit of insecurity about my performance at my job perhaps or that I, I could probably be doing more perhaps or something I mean, like that you know could be I don't know it might be also know. a pride thing we're very prideful individuals and we, we, we take pride in what we do in our job I think especially for you and I yeah it's something we take pride in uh-huh and so I think for me, like, I've been afraid to, like, apply to hear, like, oh, you didn't get this job because of blah, blah, blah. And then having to work with that person, I feel like that's probably somewhere where I could really struggle with, like, maybe that rejection. If I was not, if somebody else was chosen over me, oh. maybe that's a little bit of the envy or something that I need to probably work through. Yeah. But it's, like, kind of just, like, I don't know how I would handle that if, like, somebody else was picked over. Not that I'm thinking I'm the most qualified person, but, like, maybe right. maybe if I was, like, in that mindset of thinking I am the most qualified and then it turns out, hey, you're not the most qualified. Like, kind right. of having to, like, suck up your pride and, like, kind of just realize, okay, there's ways that I could make improvements and, you know, kind of go forward from there. But right. I think that sometimes I have, like, a fear of rejection so much so that I don't want to put myself out there or, like, kind of, like, put myself in a uncomfy situation because yeah. i don't want to have to experience the repercussions of that that's interesting because yeah. i also know people that that is the biggest thing holding them back from applying for a job you know step up or a different job is because they're like what if i don't get it and it's like well what if you don't <laughs> so there's this song um uh, a song I listen to, and it's like, uh, you know, at the very beginning, there's like a little per- like a person talking in it. And it's like, um, someone's like, yeah, I'm scared to jump, take the leap. And they're like, and the person's like, what if I fall? And the other mm-hmm. guy's like, but what if you don't? What if you fly? And like, oh. I think to me, that really speaks volumes because it's like, you can't, you like, of course, rejection is always in, like a possibility. But putting yourself out there doesn't always have to lead to rejection. It can lead mm-hmm. to growth and even something potentially better for you. That's a so really like good point. as much as you have to like suck up your feelings, because yeah, that's gonna happen. I've it's happened to me before. I went for a supervisor role in one of my jobs and I didn't get it. Someone else got it over me and I was yeah. just like so miffed. I was like I think I should have gotten this because, you know, X, Y, and Z, I'm just uh, so awesome, you know? Yeah. And it really took it within me. I had to look into myself and be like, so why didn't you get the job? And I realized, you know, there's a couple things I can work on. And that's one of those things, like, if you fall with rejection, it can happen, but you just got to keep pulling yourself up because one of these times you're going to leap and you can fly. Oh, well, that's actually some really good (laughs) advice because I think... That's something I need to do. I, need, I, I mean, need I definitely leave. recommend it. I'm like, I think you can go step up, Ethan. I know you yeah. can. But it's all about getting the courage and the motivation to push yourself forward. Oh. And sometimes for me, I'm same way. I, I grow con- content in certain positions where I'm at. And the only thing that pushes me forward or gets me the motivation to do it is someone else slapping me and being like, you can do it. What are yeah, you thinking? Yeah, exactly. And like, my mom's done that to me a couple of times. And I've had... My husband do that to me once. Just be like, yeah. you can, you're capable of more. Why aren't you going after it? And it's like, whoa, <laughs> like you know, like I'm like in like space and I'm circling and I'm just like, you're right. Yeah. I should have figured this out myself. So if wow. you want me to be the push, I'm pushing you, Ethan. You can do, do it. it. Be my Shia LaBeouf over here. <laughs> well, hold Don't on. Wait, wait, wait a okay, maybe not. Maybe I have. Uh, okay, all right, sorry. I but... will be your. Uh... <laughs> Your support. Your, uh... My Edna mode. Yeah, your Edna mode, even better. Right? <laughs> exactly. But, you know, I think 
it's good it's good to kind of give yourself that pep talk and thank you thank you for like kind of saying that i think that gives me some advice and you know hopefully we can impart some wisdom to you guys as well like in terms of like handling rejection there's no one clear-cut way to handle it and (laughs) you know i think feeling feelings of kind of anger or being upset or taking a moment to process the rejection that you are feeling is all healthy and normal as long as it's not Dragging you down further. Dragging you down further, but as well as like you're also respecting that the person who made this decision, whether it's an employer, a friend, a a lover, like they had a right to choose. And Mm -hmm. I think one of the worst things you could do is probably bombard this person or like try to like find a way around the rejection. Or Mm -hmm. I think just sometimes moving on and just kind of like working on yourself and focusing on yourself it could sometimes be the best avenue of growth in these capacities so i think that's something that i would want to impart as well because it's something i have had to do myself you know (laughs) i've had to i've had to suck it up and realize you know what it ran its course and it's time to move on and move through this you know yeah so exactly it's tough it's always tough and i mean I don't want people beating themselves up because you have, like you said, those natural emotions of anger, like mm-hmm. fear, things like that. Because that is really normal and healthy. You're right. Like mm-hmm. if <laughs> it's healthy to react. Actually, so- something I heard this week was like, you know, um, being human means you have healthy emotions, and that means that if something happens, you do react. Yes. If you don't react, something's wrong. Like that. that there's something there. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying it has to be an instant reaction. But you're going to react over your course of how you grieve yes, and yes, things yes. like that. But if you're not reacting, I definitely recommend you see someone because that could be something else, you know? Well, <laughs> you know what? It's kind of funny. I don't know what kind of brought this up, but I had seen this meme on Instagram the other day and it was talking about like when you break up with like a toxic person after like two years and it's like the person's like celebrating, like she's like, she's feeling all liberated right. and it's like when somebody... um stops talking to you after like three dates and like the person's like crushed like throwing themselves <laughs> over right. to the side and i think sometimes like um when you're in something that is not healthy for you and you acknowledge that sometimes that rejection even if it was a mutual rejection where you both decide to break up mm-hmm. sometimes those are the healthiest avenues that right. you can have because in those moments i feel like those are some of the few times where maybe you don't have like the reaction people would expect because you're like you're finally liberated and you're moving on but even then that is a reaction you know that's what i'm saying and that's also like all about each individual person no one's gonna react the same way Mm -hmm. yeah maybe you know it's just it's all about you know looking within yourself and knowing who you are as well that's why self-love and understanding yourself really helps i'm just taking this more as like even if like it's one date and it just doesn't work you're gonna have a thought like it doesn't have to be a big blown like woe is me i'm sobbing mo- moment exactly. it could be if that's like how you you know solve your problem like emotions not problems well that's the mage i meant emotions but you know but for others it could just simply be like getting in the car and like taking a deep breath and be like well that sucked this is just not the one for me and then mm-hmm. on. but like you have that reaction it's true and when you don't have those reactions or you're reacting because you think someone else expects you to react this way that's where it's like maybe, maybe you should really true. look into who you are and yeah, that's true that's fair that's a very yeah. good and i appreciate you expanding that as well yeah I'm, I'm not saying that like if you don't cry something's wrong no I'm a, hold up wait, wait a <laughs> that second that is not true i mean i'm definitely a crier and that's how yeah. i react at points and so that's just me being narrow-minded but i definitely also know that other people react entirely different ways and a lot of people like to be strong on the outside but like 
losing it on the inside. Mm-hmm. They don't want people to see that except for themselves. And if that's how you heal and that's how you grieve, uh-huh. go for it. But like, it's true. I just want people to know you have reactions healthy, and as long as like what you said, as long as you don't bombard or hurt or like go after the other person who rejected or did this to you, then I think you're. Uh-huh. I'm fine, you know? Exactly. I agree, you know, and you know, some of us were taught to cry on the inside like a winner and some of us <laughs> like a winner. Like okay. a winner. No, okay, okay. okay. No, I'm just kidding. I am so much a crier. And I think it's so healthy that I cry. I'm like so I'm a loser because I cry on the outside. I'm just kidding. You either keep it in or no. keep it in and shut up or not at all. I do both, okay? <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's I've seen it. I've seen a range like me and Pam being friends for years now. Mm-hmm. We've seen like a range of emotions, and it's crazy. Cause, I mean, in both of us, I feel like <laughs> there's times where like I think we expect the other person to cry, and we're like, "Are you okay?" And we're like, I'm fine. You're like, and, uh, and, but in reality, we're like, "I just want to deal with this myself for this one." So then you're like, "Go home." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Get in the car. You throw on that song. You're yeah. just all <laughs> basically. Yeah. So <laughs> or even just. Sit in bed numb, <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Whatever it takes. But, you know, uh, we appreciate you guys joining us here on this discussion here about rejection. Any yes. final thoughts on it before we close it out? No, I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry if we're currently dealing with rejection. It's not fun. But keep moving forward because you're a rock star. Move along. Move you along. Keep, yes. keep it going. And you'll find something I'm hoping better on the other side so. exactly the, you know they say the grass is always greener on the other side yeah. but well, maybe not that expression but you know um, but when you one, one door <laughs> opens or one door opens when another door closes you know right, so just exactly. because there's an issue or maybe there's a snag in it and you're rejected in some capacity it just means that there's going to be something else that's going to be out there that maybe fits you even a little bit better than what right. you think you wanted from this relationship or, exactly. or this situation or job or whatever or from you know even just with your family there's, there's a lot yeah, of things exactly so. And so, yeah, not to be toxically positive, but... <laughs> yeah, sorry. Half the people here are gagging. And they're like, what? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Here they are. They're stroking themselves. You know, well... Whoa, okay. No, hey, hey, hey. No. That's not funny. <laughs> You're so funny. Oh, gosh. But, um, yes, uh, when we come back, you'll have to join us. Uh, we, we go, go off. off. Welcome back. Oh, man. So how did you feel about that last segment, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, I just think that, like, rejection, like like we probably already said, is really hard to deal with. But it definitely kind of, like, how you deal with rejection is how well you, like, can move forward and, like, grow yourself from it. Yeah. So, like, that's definitely something I took away from this episode was that while rejection sucks, it's absolutely a normal part of life. Mm -hmm. And it's something that... We can use it to make ourselves grow even further and to, Mm -hmm. you know, take those chances because even though it might be rejection, you know, I think you'd mentioned it when one door closes, another door opens. Yes. And so I think definitely that's such a powerful statement and something I like to do when I'm rejected. I like to move forward and see what other avenues there are. You have to. Yes, it's true. And so, no, I totally agree with that. Um, Something that I had failed to mention in the main segment, um, it actually had reminded me uh, a movie that we had watched recently, Mm. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Yes. And so there's a part in which um, one of the antagonists in the film, uh, she tells the protagonist in this, uh, she says, you know, 
all of your rejections, all your disappointments, all your failures led to this moment. And I think, (laughs) honestly, it is, right? Like, I mean, it's a part of the movie where I get really choked up and stuff like that. Um, But I think it really does kind of encapsulate what we're saying, too, is it's like for every thing that stumbles you or something Mm -hmm. that's hard, such as rejection, it is just another avenue for you to move on to another life path or onto another journey. Right. So I think... You know, it, you got to be in the uncomfy parts of rejection, but it can <laughs> yeah. also lead it to some growth. And, you know, right. what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, you know. Oh, preach, Kelly yeah. Clarkson. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, but that movie, um, every Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Yeah. You say it right. Oh, you did. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, but, no, that movie was super powerful because it kind of just showed, like, you know, the whole point of the multiverse is that any decision you make different, a different universe is created. You yes, know? exactly. And so, like, that kind of just speaks to me, too, is, like, you know, while my decisions have varied, like you said, everything in this one path, this one universe is has led me to where I am now. So, mm-hmm. I mean, okay, but also, side back, <laughs> a little side question. Do you believe in the multiverse? Ooh, I don't know if I... It's hard to say, right? Because like, yeah. I feel like there's like experiences and stuff that you kind of have that it feels kind of like, okay, there could be like a multiverse Like kind deja of thing. vu, Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. But it's like, it, it doesn't feel like, it feels like the same, but not the same. Like, it's just like, there's a familiarity to it. So it's like, yeah. in some notes, I'm like, does that mean that there are like different universes where Ethan made X decision instead of Y decision, you know, right. and stuff like that, you know? So I don't know. I go back and forth with it, honestly. It's intriguing. So I mean, I don't know. Every rejection you get, you could be creating a separate lifeline or lifetime exactly. where you know you were accepted and who knows so think about that the next time you go someone okay <laughs> no but definitely um i hope we helped talk a little bit through rejection and maybe this will help give you a little bit of comfort when you're going through something exactly tough. but yeah definitely our dms are open so if you need some mad uh, you know therapeutic advice from pam over here i'll try my best yeah <laughs> not perfect but i'll try my best <laughs> oh yeah same here same here ethan can give you some subpar advice for sure <laughs> no i no. think it's equivalent anyways so um i think that will bring us to our next and final part of the episode yes our mini rants oh man oh man i want to go first ethan i feel like you got a lot to share maybe i can go first for sure you know what so my mini rant this week is going to be about potholes Oh, (laughs) (laughs) and boy is this hole deep let me tell you we're gonna get into it so um, to kind of start out, uh, you know, um, Twenty One Pilots, you know, they even have a song that is about potholes. Like it is just like wide and they must uh, hate them that bad. Well, exactly. So, um, <laughs> in the song, um, it says, "And I'm driving here, I sit cursing my government for not using my taxes to fill holes with more cement." And Damn. so, you know, I think this really kind of like just leads to where I'm feeling with it. So that's a lyric that they say. But so I guess what really got me on this is like, so since I've been snowboarding, um, we don't have like a place that is like in Albuquerque for snowboarding, obviously. Right. So you have to travel at least an hour minimum in order to get to where you got to go to snowboard. And so um, I just have ridden on a lot of roads and some are a lot more manicured than (laughs) others. Let me tell you. So, um... I guess I had this experience, I guess, a couple weekends ago where 
my dad, he lives in the East Mountains. And so I was snowboarding up in Santa Fe. And from Santa Fe, there's a back way to get to the East Mountains. And so I was like, okay, cool. But I had already been driving back to Albuquerque when I made the decision to go and visit my dad. So I um, see on my map, it's like, oh, if you take this route right here, it's only an hour to get out to the East Mountains. Where if I went through Albuquerque and then out to the East Mountains, it would have added like 30 to 45 minutes to my travel. So I was like, okay, we're going to shave off this time. Like, perfect. Great. But when I tell you I got on this road... It was literally like I would have had better luck riding on the side of like the the road, like in the weeds and stuff like that, because this was like literally just like pothole, pothole, pothole. And it was like the most extreme version of Mario Kart you've ever been on. So I was all like on this road. I was like, this should be like closed off. This should not be driven on ever. So it was like horrible. So like there was times like when I was driving where I'd be like, oh, my God, like, is my car okay? Like, did I just like bust the oil pan or something you know and so i was like panicking about that but it is nothing in comparison to when you're on the freeway and you hit a fucking pothole because you're going what 70 miles an hour if you blew a tire out right there you're fucked like what are you gonna do just like you gotta have some mad control of your car that's (laughs) real yeah and especially living in albuquerque i'm like what the fuck because albuquerque is notorious for it you know like two or three years ago um, I had to go pick up a friend who had been drinking. So I'm on my way to go pick up this friend. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a pothole in the middle of the road on Eubank and I smack oh. into it. This thing literally like destroys the rim of my tire. Like literally <gasps> it was like Pac-Man. You know how Pac-Man's oh mouth is? God. That is what uh, happened to my rim. With the pothole? Yes. And so Jeez. it destroyed the rim, destroyed the tire. It was horrible. Um, and so I was just like super pissed, but that's just your typical experience in Albuquerque, you know? Yeah, and no, so I agree. <laughs> I'm not trying to turn this political at all. Honestly, I love Biden. He, I voted for him. Like, I'm not trying to shit on it. But I was really hoping that, like, in the infrastructure package that was rolled out, that they'd be addressing <laughs> the potholes. And guess what, Pam? They're not. No. <laughs> there is no, no money put aside for potholes. So no. Americans just have to deal with this for the rest of their lives, apparently. Oh, God. That's going to be my thing when I run for Congress, honestly. <laughs> I'll fix all the potholes. <laughs> the potholes are fixed under Ethan Torres. Oh, okay. oh man. So. Your, your rant is too relatable. There was one time I went camping. Uh-huh. And um, it's one of those, like, super sketch roads up the mountain to get to, like, the campsite or whatever. Yeah. And, like, when I tell you we hit this pothole, the whole car, like, straight up went, like, no. <laughs> down into this pothole. Everything goes came flying. Back, uh, <laughs> yeah, and I just, like... <laughs> I wasn't driving at the time. It was my husband, but I was like, why did you hit that? (laughs) I couldn't avoid it. It was like the half of the road, you know? And I was just like, ooh, and I started crying. You started crying. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what was wrong with me for some reason. I don't know. But I was like, my poor car, you totaled it. You totaled it by hitting this pothole. See, potholes, they're causing fights in marriages. Yeah, it's causing all you. these issues. It's what the hell? It's a huge thing. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so, so fuck funny. potholes, okay? <laughs> yes. Fuck potholes. But, <laughs> I guess I'm, I'm done for sure. But, um, Pam, I want to know what's been kind of on your mind. What's stressing you out? What's <sighs> giving you some worry? Well, my rant today is about stress. And particularly, (laughs) specifically, and very, you know, focused on stress pimples. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, guys. So, like, I have always had, like, I would say clearish skin. 
of course, you know, we all get our fair share of uh-huh. acne through puberty or whatever, whatever's going on through your life. But recently, I've been so mad at my face because it's been giving me mad stress pimples. And, like, I know it's attributed to, like, work and, like, you know, my whole housing situation, things like that. Like, there's a lot of things I'm working on right now that, uh-huh. like, has led to the build of stress. But why does your body, you know, after you're dealing through all the stress, it's like, you know what? You know, it's going to make your life so much better. Let me just put this freaking quarter-sized pimple <laughs> on your cheek. Yeah, just pop, pow. That's exactly it. Or how oh about we put a whole, you know, constellation on your forehead <laughs> and we'll just connect the dots, you know, because at this point, like... That's just how I'm feeling. I'm so over it. Like, why does your body... Can you at least let me have a good face day? Instead right? of me being oh like, my God. I'm stressed. Let me go ahead and cover up my pimples because I'm that stressed. <sighs> I hate it. Honestly, you know what? I feel like we should be able to reframe pimples, right? Like, if yeah! we see someone with pimples, be like, oh, sis is going through it. Like, you know, they need our help right now. You know, maybe that is what the body's trying to do, right? It's I like, have no it's idea. It's trying to, like, put out that little, like, flashing sign on you like i guess so maybe, maybe it's I don't like know. beware don't piss her off that much because you know you'll put yourself in a bad situation i don't know i'm just over it because it's like uh, why and it's always for me it's in like the most annoying spots like you cannot hide these pimples you know yeah i've had one on like the tip of my nose and i'm like who the fuck <laughs> thought that was the best spot for Rudolph, this off the red yeah nose straight right up no i'm not lying that's just how i felt I'm like why and it's like always a big you know round one just showing its face i don't know i guess maybe we should give pimples some love no it's a fucking lie let's not do it <laughs> where is the love pam i mean no i just ah uh, i no, just, I'm just it's so annoying why why are you all over my face <laughs> i swear i wash my face morning and night but you're still there <laughs> i know and what sucks about acne especially is it's like there's no like set thing to fix it right right like there's no one fix all method they're like oh you have p- pimples right here you need to eat better or like which is kind of well, cool yeah. i guess like your body can give you responses but also but i'm also, like also that's not how it is for a lot of people right Whatever exactly you eat doesn't like you know you could be the healthiest eater and you'll still have pimples popping up on your face right i don't know i just almost feel like you know you can have the best skincare routine the best eating routine and all these things and you will still have a nasty stress pimple pop up mm-hmm. when you're going through it. it's gonna be in the middle of your forehead you know like just everywhere anyway that's oh my, my rant <laughs> so relatable super i'm so sorry but also superficial so sorry for you guys are like okay big deal pam <laughs> you know what it's a big deal at the moment <laughs> it's a, you know what yes this is the moment this you can drown drown in an inch of water or in a 10 foot swimming pool you know and right now i'm choosing the inch of water yes, <laughs> yes i am but uh... no in the best way honestly <laughs> Okay, but uh, so annoying. But thank you guys so much for joining us this week. Um, I had a lot of fun talking about this. I feel like throughout the whole episode, like there was just a lot of catharticism of like letting go yes. of like rejection or feelings <laughs> that we probably are harboring for a little bit. So right. you know, um, on that kind of note, you know, you can keep up to, in touch with us when we're going off on social media. Yes. Um, and again, that is at we go off podcast um i really would like to say that if you do leave us a like and review we really do appreciate it mm-hmm. because when you do that it go- does give us more exposure and it does allow us to kind of bubble to the top when it comes to recommendations and stuff that, even when you look up we go off you yeah know? and it's also nice 
nice to see that like we do have listeners that are listening and enjoy what we're you know bringing out to share. Well, so. that's that even more so. Yes, I'm <laughs> well, sorry. Yes. Yeah. Well, no. Also, I agree. Like <laughs> as much as it's like you know, we're not like hoping this goes viral, but if it does, that'd be cool. Uh, but it's also one of those things that we just like to hear what you guys think. And it's even nice if to hear it's input. Like, yeah, yeah, input, or even if you have like a topic, you're like, please address. You know. I don't know. <laughs> I can't even think of topics. So, yeah, please give us help on that as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please. And if you guys ever have any topics you want us to talk about, uh, please send them messages, you know, because we have like our little list that we go off of and stuff like that. But it's cool because we talk to people and we get recommendations from everyone. Right. And it's like, oh, my God, I didn't even think to talk about that. So um, please uh, let us know. I This one is actually a recommended one. Uh, today mm-hmm. we had gotten it when we were at a brewery so I forget who said it but somebody had given us this recommendation so yeah anyway but Anyways. also um, <laughs> our DMs are open as we've mentioned so feel free if you want to be a special guest in one of these episodes we're more than happy to set up a time to get you on here for our main talk of yes, our topic please. because we want to kind of share you know um, if you've always been interested in, you know, talking in a podcast, but you haven't, you know, ever gone out and like started one, if you just want to start by, you know, <laughs> joining our podcast exactly. for the day for that episode, just to talk about a certain topic of your choosing, we'd love to have you. So definitely yeah. let us know if you're interested in that. We'll definitely take care of you too. We'll get yeah. you a nice little yeah, massage. Oh, uh, massage. Well, maybe not. Okay. <laughs> She's like, where the I fuck is my massage? more like, you let me know what you want to drink. And I'll yeah. be like, sure, I got you. No, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make you feel comfortable. It's just like talking with two friends, you know? Yeah, exactly. So anyways, um, I think that will wrap up everything. Um, mm-hmm. You'll have to join us next week because what, we, what will we be doing, Pam? We will. We will be going off. off. Bye. Bye.